Welcome home. I'm Dr. Tama, a minister, licensed psychologist, and sacred artist. And this is Homecoming, a podcast to facilitate your journey home to yourself. While I will provide weekly inspiration and mental health tips, this podcast is not a substitute for therapy. I'm so excited you're on the journey. If you want to request specific topics or share your progress, email me at homecomingpodcasts at gmail.com. Also, after you listen, be sure to like, subscribe, and share. Let's begin. Welcome back, Cojourners. I am so glad that you're here on today. And we have a poem for those who are new. If you write a poem about your homecoming journey, please send it to me at homecomingpodcast at gmail.com. That's homecomingpodcast at gmail.com. And Tiana Hansen, one of our new listeners, wrote uh, their vows. And I want to share Tiana's vows now. Uh, I vow to honor my higher self to acknowledge that I am deserving and worthy, to open to abundance in my life. I vow to honor my emotions and my expectations, to shed those of others, society, which weigh me down. I vow to love my body, to nourish and cherish it in every phase and form of its growth and metamorphosis to honor myself in knowing I have a choice in all I become. I vow to always hold my soul in high regard, to listen deeply to what my intuition is speaking, and to live with the full healing intentions for myself, and this the greater world. I vow to incarnate as my inner empress. I vow to take my power in my hands and mold my life, to that of my wildest dreams. I vow to open myself to love and being loved. I vow to view myself as whole. I vow to honor my sacredness in all that she is, all that I am, and all that exists to fill and heal me. Oh, Tiana, that is beautiful. We really love your vows. I love your vows. And it is so important that we make these sacred vows to ourselves, to our wellness, to our health, to our journey, and in your words, the sacredness of all that we are. So that is truly, truly beautiful. And it is in line with our theme for today, which is eliminating self-destructive habits and mindsets. Eliminating self-destructive habits and mindsets. I really encourage you to take sacred pause in this moment to think about the ways that you may have gotten in your own way. To think about the ways that uh, your thought process may have been self-destructive, that some of the things that you have said about yourself, thought about yourself, may have been destructive, and some of the habits, the actions uh, that we have engaged in that were not for our edification, not for our growth, not for our flourishing, but instead were 
actions that really uh, led to our um, falls, that led to our uh, stumbles, that led to us going backward, that uh, led to uh, us becoming less of who we are. So getting further away uh, from who we are. And so uh, for some, it becomes uh, the self-destructive uh, tendencies really start in our thinking. Um, but I am also a, a systems-oriented psychologist, which is someone who recognizes we don't exist in a vacuum. And so you um, grew up and live among people and the people, the institutions around you, they influence you, including how you think about yourself. And so we want to really consider what are the ways in which we have held on to negative beliefs about ourselves and as a result have been engaged in uh, self-destructive thinking, uh, even our mindset. And so wanting to be intentional about thinking some good thoughts about ourselves, right? That I want to shift my focus from always going to the critique, to the negative, to what is wrong with me, um, and to really become purposeful in reflecting on what is right, what is good, what is nourishing, what I can celebrate about myself, what is praiseworthy. And so instead of being your biggest critic, to think about what it would mean to be your cheerleader. What would it mean to be your advocate? What would it mean to be your own friend? Because if I am a good friend to myself, then I will watch the way I think about myself. And it doesn't mean I will never have uh, a negative thought about myself because when we can be honest with our self-assessment and reflection, it gives us room to know that we all have areas of growth. Um, we may have things that we want to work on about ourselves. But when you are in a trap or a pit where that is all you can see, right, that everything looks like it's off or wrong or problematic, um, or you can only see your issues and your issues become your identity, then we want to begin to shift and no matter how small the praiseworthy thing is, that I want to begin to reflecting on uh, what is growing in my life. I want to reflect on the change that I have sustained. I want to reflect on uh, what my journey has been and the different influences that I have had to push through because that will give me grace and compassion for where did this insecurity come from? Where did these self-destructive thoughts come from? And often, usually, they did not originate with you. And if I can begin to uh, really go back in my mind to say, where did this inferiority complex originate, you know? And once I can see those experiences and those memories for what they were, 
then I can begin to challenge one, my view of those memories and two, uh, the meaning that I have given them that even those experiences happened or those people said what they said, uh, that that does not have to be my mantra, my anthem, my truth, my identity, that I am, there is more to me than how I have been treated. There is more to me than what has been said about me. And there is even more to me than how I have thought about myself. So our uh, self-destruction may be around our thought life and wanting to uh, see the roots of those negative thoughts and to challenge them and to shift our focus and expand our view of ourselves. Another uh, self-destructive uh, trait or characteristics or habit uh, can be uh, procrastination and disengagement from life. So sometimes we check out of our own lives as a way of playing it safe and being afraid to engage because we may have a fear of failure or a fear of success, uh, a fear of being seen or recognized. And so you may be hanging back even in your own life, going through the motions of living and the days, weeks, months, years are passing, uh, but you are not yet living a full life or abundant life or really showing up. And so it will be important to think about what are the things that motivate me and what are the things that drain me? Because perhaps the procrastination or the disengagement are just symptoms of a larger issue, right? Uh, sometimes we just stop at that place of saying, oh, what's wrong with me? I keep putting things off. Uh, but if you make the lens or the frame larger and recognize there's more to the story, right? What is going on with me that I keep uh, disengaging? What is, what's, what is the story that perhaps I have not told even to myself about why I am just letting time and life pass me by. You know, what are those fears that may be uh, keeping me confined? Uh, what are those false beliefs that have caused me uh, to limit myself? And then to be intentional about getting into spaces, places, things, engaging with people that uh, motivate and inspire instead of those spaces or people that encourage my stuckness, right? Um, because perhaps uh, those persons or that environment is very stagnant itself. And so I invite you to evaluate now if the aspect of self-destruction that's been showing up for you is uh, your passivity or your absence from your own life, then to consider what are the things that are keeping that in place, right? Because I will say, if I am engaged with dreamers, I often will dream more. If I'm engaged with activists, I will often engage in more activism. If I am friends with readers, I will often 
read more. If I am connected to intercessors, people who pray, then I will often pray more. And so uh, where is the inspiration in my life or what are the roots that are keeping me tangled in and stuck in a place of stagnation, right? So I check my circle. I check even my entertainment. What have I been doing uh, to pass the time? And when I come away from listening to that music or watching that show, does it animate or awaken anything in me? Or does it keep me in this place of being stuck, right? So whether from entertainment to friendship to the ways in which I approach my day and my life, uh, all of those things can either elevate me, accelerate me, shift me into a place of flow, or they can keep me locked in, uh, keep me doubting, keep me shut down, uh, keep me holding on to the shore of safety, right? Instead of launching out in the deep. And I want you to know, Cojourner, uh, that there are aspects of you that are built for, created for deep sea diving. There are aspects of you uh, where there is a deep well but if I am living in a very surface way, it becomes destructive to the light um, that I hold, to the depth uh, that I hold, to the gifts that I have been sleeping on. Yes. So we also want to uh, think about uh, not only my self-destructive thoughts, um, the self-destructive tendency of uh, stagnation, um, or hiding in the margins of your own life. Um, but then we are also aware that sometimes the uh, self-destructive actions are um, physical harm. And so uh, some people are uh, engaging in cutting. Uh, some people are engaging in substance abuse and dependence. Um, some people um, are not caring for their uh, physical body. So it even becomes a neglect and that can even connect with being a workaholic um, where I am constantly going and moving and never giving myself rest or relief. And so uh, if you're uh, being self-destructive toward your physical health, right, toward your physical body, then uh, we want to think about what am I gaining from that? What am I getting out of that action? Because it is serving some purpose, right? So am I medicating my pain by engaging in that? Am I distracting myself by engaging in that? Am I punishing myself because I am mad at myself for something and I believe I deserve to be punished? Um, what is it that I am doing? Am I making my physical body experience the discomfort of my heart, my mind, and my spirit? So now those things match. Pain on the outside matches the pain on the inside. And so whatever you are uh, engaging in, that is self-destructive, that is very risky for your well-being, 
instead of just saying stop it, right? Uh, that it, that doesn't work, right? And, and you know it doesn't work because perhaps you have tried that to just say, oh, I don't want to do that anymore. Instead, you want to really explore what is it serving, right? What what aspect of your need is it meeting? Because once I figure that piece out, um, then I can start to address the inner need, right? Of what is really going on here. Now, of course, if we're talking about um, a, a physical addiction, then you'll need support um, in, in that physical sense of being able to get through, uh, to break through the addiction. But I'm talking about the psychological aspect of it um, is starting to address what are the needs that the harmful behaviors um, have started to meet for you, right? And what are the alternative ways to meet those needs uh, in healthier ways, in ways that will actually allow you to nourish yourself instead of uh, being destructive toward yourself. And I want you to be aware of something called passive suicidality. And so with passive suicidality, I would not actively choose to take my life, but I wouldn't mind not being here. And if I'm in a, in a place where I wouldn't mind not being here, then I may engage in more destructive or risky things because um, I'm in a place of I don't care, right? And the I don't care is really um, a voice of despair and it is really a place of hopelessness. And so it doesn't work for people just to say, well, you need to care, right? That, that, that doesn't really make an impact. Um, but instead, to really hear for yourself uh, the, the pain, the struggle of being in that place where it doesn't feel like or look like things can get any better. And uh, when you're in that place, I want to really encourage you to reach out for supports, um, both family and friends, but also professional support with mental health professionals, and to also just start making uh, some short-term goals because, or short-term things to look forward to. Because when you're in a place of uh, really distress, it can be hard if someone says, oh, well, when COVID ends, or a year from now, or five years from now, or, you know, 10 years from now, that, that sounds like a lifetime. And so instead, if we can just take it one step at a time of, is there something that you can do for yourself in an hour? Is there something you could do for yourself, a simple pleasure, simple gift, a simple relief that you can give yourself tomorrow? Is there something you can look forward to that would just be next week uh, to be able to have a video chat with somebody or to go for a walk or if there's a show you like and it doesn't come on for a couple of days, can we uh, find simple pieces, right? It doesn't have to be anything extravagant or big or even as we would say life-changing um, but something in your tomorrow uh, that you can hold on for, that a piece of you can look forward to, 
that will take you beyond this present moment, right? This present despair. And so to be uh, mindful, sensitive, and compassionate um, about the ways in which we may um, have been doing harmful things as it relates to our physical body. And then we also may have done uh, destructive things as it relates um, to other people. And some uh, of us who are listening have uh, been hurtful towards people you actually care about um, or hurtful toward people you don't care about, but that has uh, led to consequences, consequences for the other person and perhaps some consequences for you as well, Uh, whether emotional consequences or legal consequences. um, We want to be aware of the ways in which you may have felt limited in your options, right? When we start being uh, destructive, often we think this is the only way for people to hear me, that this is the only way for people to take me seriously. This is uh, the only way for me to be respected. And uh, I want you to know there are a range of pathways that perhaps you have never experienced, seen, been exposed to, learned about, or even felt were available to you. Um, But we want to release the false choice of, um, I either have to be, uh, to do harm or be harmed. Now, there may be these life or death moments where, you know, you're backed in a corner and you're having to defend yourself. um, But that Uh, It's not what we want for our normal everyday life to always be in that place of thinking that I have no other options every day all the time with all people, right? For us to really uh, expand our sense of ourselves, our sense of relationship, our sense um, of other people and who we want to be, right? And so um, if a part of you has felt that in order to be safe, everyone must fear me, uh, that is a very small, narrow, limiting way to live and place to live. And so we want to think about the words from the vows today, which we're talking about being open to loving others and receiving love. And if all of my interactions with people are fear-based, intimidation-based, manipulation-based, that is not actually love. That is not actually safety, right? If I'm always having to be in that mode, uh, then I want to really examine where I am, who I am spending time with, and what I really want for my life, for my relationships, for my interactions with people. So whether we are thinking about um, the self-destructive mindset um, or the way it has 
shown up in uh, how we treat our physical selves, how we treat other people. We want to uh, really be mindful that to come home to myself, I cannot destroy myself. To come home to myself, I want to uh, nourish and protect myself. Another way that we can be self-destructive is by denying our feelings. So when you uh, are not tuned into yourself or you ignore what you feel, when you ignore what you think, uh, then it can be a setup for a very destructive circumstance. And you may have been raised to believe that you can never show what you feel or ask for what you need. Um, but that ends up being very destructive, right? It is, um, if I don't speak up for myself, uh, then people will make all kinds of assumptions and will create an agenda for my life that is not the agenda I want. When I don't uh, express myself, then people um, will define me in particular ways and respond based on that definition that they have given me that I um, have never challenged or offered uh, the truth about. And so to start uh, exploring your feelings more safely, you may want to initially try that with journaling to write about what you are feeling. You can also go to our prior ep episodes on feeling your feelings. Um, but to know that when I filter, dilute, censor, silence myself, it can lead to my uh, own destruction. Um, and it is important to affirm and flourish uh, myself, then I need to reclaim my voice and acknowledge uh, what I feel and what I think. Another way that we can engage in self-destructive actions is by uh, not uh, going after what we need, not attending to our needs. So self-neglect can be a form of self-destruction. So uh, whether it has been neglecting, you feel pain or symptoms in your body um, and not going to the doctors or feeling a severe depression that you have been fighting with for a long time, and because of stigma or shame, not reaching out to a therapist, um, or you're in a financial um, bind and things are really falling apart, is an emergency. And um, because of pride or shame, not letting people know that you need help or that, you know, you and your family are you know, in a, in a bad circumstance or situation. And so I want you to know that asking for help is not a sign of weakness. It takes courage. And it is also a way of saying, um, I choose my life. I choose my wellness. Um, I choose my safety. Um, I choose to pay attention to what I need and to speak up and to uh, seek the resources that can make the difference in my life, yes? And so it is so important um, that we not be destructive uh, in those ways. And then one other way that we can be uh, self-destructive as it relates to self-neglect 
is um, sacrificing ourselves for others to the point where it is harmful, right? It's one thing if you say to, I want to be a nice family member or good family member. I want to be a good friend. Um, but there can be a way in which uh, you may put everyone always first and you always put yourself last and it's having an effect. It affects you emotionally. It causes you to be exhausted. It's affecting your spiritual life. It has messed with your finances. It may have created more roadblocks in your professional or educational goals because you keep putting your needs and dreams on the back burner and always prioritizing everyone else. And I know uh, in a general sense that can sound noble or spiritual or um, a good way to be. Um, and it's important to know that you also are deserving of care, that you also um, are deserving of sanctuary, of a shoulder to lean on, of safe space, of being nourished and encouraged, and to have your time uh, in the light, right? To not always uh, shift it toward everyone else while you are in the shadows or the margins, um, but to really honor yourself and uh, tune into yourself and uh, know that you are deserving of care. And so I hope on today you can think about what are the ways um, that I have perhaps stood on my wings? Uh, what are the ways that perhaps I have uh, cooperated, if not initiated, destruction in my life, cooperated with, if not initiated, destructive patterns in my life? What are the ways I've been thinking about myself or treating myself? that are unhealthy, that I want to uh, shift, that I want to pay attention to, that I want to investigate the roots of, and that I want to be intentional, intentional about how I think about myself and how I treat myself, affirming my life, affirming my wellness, and not sabotaging myself, not participating in my destruction. So as I am eating, as I am drinking, as I am sleeping, as I am dating, as I am planning my life, as I am making connections or resting or dreaming or imagining, I want to be intentional that I affirm my life, my worth, my gifts, my emotions, my needs, my possibility, and I refuse to participate anymore 
in my own destruction. I refuse hmm, to participate anymore in my own destruction. I invite your soul to tell your heart, mind, body, and spirit, welcome home. 